Good day, fellow travellers. Welcome back to our podcast. I'm GD, and with me is our resident travel expert, Gijs. Welcome back, Boot. How's it, guys? Great to be back. So today we are chatting about self-drive and everything connected with it. First of all, what is a self-drive tour? Well, basically, here a self-drive uh, safari or tour is somebody that would like to do things at their own pace, at their own time, and also would like to be more involved uh, in the planning of the safari. So the clients will contact us and they will say they're a family of four, for instance, and they would like to hire a vehicle and camping equipment or just a vehicle alone. And then they will tell us, listen, we like to go to X, Y and Z. We'll put the safari together for them. We'll do the bookings and the clients will go on a safari. Um, so a lot of the decisions, a lot of the activities they do along the way, it's not pre-booked, although it can be pre-booked. But the clients will decide when they get up in the morning what they want to do, how far they want to drive and uh, what sort of adventurous activity they like to plan for the day. So that's basically what it comes down to. So um, also they can use their own vehicle if they, if they have it. Yeah, if they're fortunate enough that they have a vehicle in Africa or Southern Africa, they can surely use their own vehicle. Um, I know a lot of South Africans, they use their own vehicle because they were very well kitted. Um, everybody's got their preferences on what type of tent they would like to use, what type of sleeping bag and the way the kitchen is set up and so forth. Um, so we basically then just do the bookings and the accommodation depending on what type of accommodation and uh, off they go. Pops your uncle. So last time we, we talked about guided safaris and how a guide can contribute to a tour. Does this does a self-drive tour mean that you don't have that option? No, there is there is a there is an option. Um, you know, self-drive people are very adventurous. Um, they want to be physic physically involved in the driving of the vehicle, especially if there's some 4x4 obstacles um, for them to take part. And then, but you know, they still feel a bit hesitant about uh, some of the areas they're going to be moving around especially if you go up north Namibia to the Marian Fuss and that and then you can book or sign on for a guided self-drive so that basically means that there'll be a guide somebody that knows the area very well in his own vehicle and then the clients will be following that guide in their own vehicle that they will be driving they'll be cooking for themselves but they do have the comfort of knowing that there's somebody just around the corner that uh, can help them out if there's some obstacle they don't know how to handle. And that also helps around the campfire at nights when they have good funny stories and talks and... Yes, definitely. It does definitely boost the atmosphere. Um, it's, uh, it's great having the guides around the campfire telling stories, making jokes. Um, it just creates a very comfortable environment for the clients. Sure. What is the basic equipment that we provide with uh, one of these packages? Well, the basic equipment that we uh, supply is obviously the vehicle. Um, there's, a, there's a variety of vehicles you can pick from. 
Um, we also supply the camping equipment. Um, that's all list on its own. You know, there's a rooftop tent. You can have two rooftop tents on your vehicle maximum. So you've got a maximum sleeping capacity of four people per vehicle. The vehicle is also fully kitted with cutlery, cooking utensils, sleeping stuff for four people. Um, and then also there's a fridge, you know, for to keep your beers cold and the meat frozen. Um, so it's definitely fully kitted. And then you could also, there's essential stuff like um, that some people might would like to have on the trip with them, like a satellite phone, um, high lift jacks. Um, it's a bit more specialized equipment, but it's also available from us uh, for the clients to sure. hire. So basically they'll get a list of things that I can pick um, equipment wise. Correct. Um, if they need. Yes, yes. No, there, there's, there's a list. Um, you know, the vehicles are basically standard. You'll have your just hiring a vehicle that we call a um, safari vehicle. And then we call the, the second option, the camping option. And it's got fully kitted for four people already. Um, and then they can, if they have funny inquiries, we can always make a plan to add that extra bit of equipment on. That's not um, standard. Sure. Yeah. So um, if I was a potential self-drive client, what would I need uh, to be able to qualify? Well, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's very easy. You need the, obviously a, the, the person that's going to be driving the vehicle is, needs a driver's license. You don't need any specialized 4x4 experience. Um, you will need a, if you're from Europe or outside of Africa, you will need a international driver's license, but it's very easy to get. That's not a problem. Um, your international driver's license needs to be in English. Um, that's for insurance purposes. So if you say, for instance, from Switzerland and you come with a Swiss uh, international driver license that's in Swiss, unfortunately, that will not be valid. Um, but we do have the facilities to translate that license for you with a valid certified document um, to get past the insurance uh, policy just to be valid um, the rest is you need to be adventurous you don't uh, you need to be um, up and going um, up for anything uh, you want to be involved um, and that's that's basically what you need there's nothing more wonderful so uh, that that gives us a, a very good idea of what uh, what we need and how to go forward from that. Mm. Well, I, th yes. I think one more thing that's worth mentioning is South Africa and Namibia is very good countries for self-drive clients, especially clients that, you know, they go on a self-drive for the first time. Uh, Namibia, very good infrastructure, uh, very good support, uh, safe, and but you still, because it's such a wide open country, you still get the feeling of being by yourself and uh, it's definitely a great country to start off your self-drive adventure. If you've done Namibia, um, Namibia is also such a big country that you don't need to, you know, you can do two tours or two self-drive safaris in different times uh, time periods in Namibia and from there you can progress to perhaps to Namibia or Zimbabwe with the infrastructure, I'm sorry, I mean Botswana and Zimbabwe and Zambia where the infrastructure is not that 
as good as Namibia so you need a bit more experience and it's a bit more adventurous so in that way you can progress moving up the ladder to um, to explore the whole of Africa the whole of Africa <laughs> and if you top of the lock then you can hit Mali <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's about that okay well thank you guys um, Guys, please remember to like, share and follow us on all our social media platforms. And we next time we're chatting about flying safaris. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. Take care. Be safe. And uh, we see you around. Cheers.